Hello and welcome to Safe Travels. I'm your host, Damien. The Safe Travel Show is about finding expert advice so that you can enjoy worry-free travels. Today we're going to be talking about taking road trips. This is going to be a popular plan this summer. Lots of Americans taking road trips. It might be a long car trip. You might be driving in an RV or pulling a trailer. You might be taking a motorcycle tour, but a lot of people are hitting the road. It might even be your first time taking a long car trip with your family. But then what happens when something goes wrong? Accidents do happen. It could be a little car accident. It could be a medical emergency, some other sort of mishap. But how does your vehicle get home? How does the rest of your family get home? How do you get back home? What happens if you're a thousand miles away from home and you have all of these problems to solve? Well, we might have a solution for you. We are going to be speaking with Jeremy Mershland. He's been on the show before. He's from Seven Corners Insurance. They're a travel insurance company. And he's going to speak to us about a product that they just launched that is specifically for road trips. It's an annual plan. It's for domestic in the United States. And it covers a lot of the things that we just talked about. He will also talk about a separate line of changes that they made to some policies specific to coronavirus. These are travel insurance plans that can be used domestically or internationally. And they specifically list coronavirus as a coverage in there, which is very unique. That is certainly something that is going to be very popular going into the future. It's a very short show, only about 15 minutes long, but he will cover a couple of pretty big topics. Show notes will be available. Go to our Twitter handle at Safe Travels FM. Please enjoy this conversation with Jeremy Mershlin from Seven Corners Insurance about their new road trip insurance plan and their coronavirus-specific coverage and some of their other plans. Jeremy, thank you very much for joining today. Hey, Damien. Thanks for having me on again. Great to talk to you. For those that might not have heard the first show, would you mind introducing yourself and who you are with and your area of expertise? Yeah, my name is Jeremy. I'm actually the president of Seven Corners. Uh, we're an international travel insurance company and specialty benefit management provider. Well, that's great. So we were going to talk a little bit today about road trips, about how road trips in America are really increasing. You actually did a sentiment survey with customers. Is that right? We did. I, I want to say probably a couple months ago, all the time seems to mush together these days. But really, as we started getting into the coronavirus and kind of seeing seeing how things were developing in the marketplace, the impact on travel, we really wanted to get a better understanding of what our customers, the people that buy our products are thinking when they're going to return to travel, what things are on their mind when they return to travel. And so we did a small consumer sentiment survey. We got interesting results, some results we've heard in other places, but those results led us to developing both Armor, our new road trip product, and, and a couple new COVID-19 travel medical plans, both. Okay. So what were a couple of highlights from the, the survey that you can say as far yeah. as the results? Yeah, a couple things. First, 75% of the people that we surveyed had to modify or cancel personal travel plans due to the pandemic. No surprise there, but certainly still a very big number. And we're kind of seeing that across the business. Most of them expect to resume some sort of personal travel in the next six to 12 months. And when they do, they're going to spend the same amount of money on vacations. In the near term, though, road trips are really going to be the norm. About half of the people that participated in the study plan to travel by car, motorcycle, or RV for their next vacation. And as you might expect, fear of contracting COVID is one of the biggest fear-related concerns of future travel. And another great outcome of the survey is that 35% of the people said they're more likely to buy travel insurance now than before the pandemic. So the pandemic's really highlighted the need for people to protect both the cost of their trips as well as their own, I, I would say, medical needs if they're traveling, either domestically or internationally. Right. So it sounds like the survey brought up 
certainly some numbers to back up some of your thinking. Tell a little bit about the potential problems with road trips. How can you paint the, the picture of what can go wrong on a road trip for the yeah, listener? Yeah, good, great question. And you know, there's a lot of things and we, we certainly, we deal with them every day already as we work with some other domestic travel groups that have specific types of coverage. But a couple of good examples, uh, a lot of people travel on motorcycles. If somebody has some sort of motorcycle accident while they're traveling from, let's say, Ohio to Georgia, and due to their injuries, they can't continue their trip and their bike is no longer rideable, what are they going to do? Well, our coverage will make sure both that person and the bike gets back home. So it's a little extra protection there. Another example might be a family traveling, taking a trip out west to the Grand Canyon. Perhaps the the driver falls and breaks his leg, requiring some sort of surgery. What are the children going to do while the driver's hospitalized? What's going to happen with the vehicle? We can help get the children back home, help get the vehicle back home. And certainly I've heard a ton. I've got a cousin that works in an RV factory. RV sales are just booming this year. A lot of people are contemplating either renting or a lot of people buying RVs. So somebody takes an RV trip and for some reason becomes sick and can't drive their RV home. And if the spouse or the the partner doesn't know how to drive the RV home, we'll help make sure the RV gets home, the spouse gets home, your pet gets home all the above. So this is really that extra level of protection. This is not roadside assistance. This isn't AAA. This is different than that. It provides coverage when you're more than 100 miles from home. And it's really designed to protect travelers that may be planning a domestic road trip in the US, Canada, or Mexico. So it's very specific coverage, but it's coverage we developed after doing this study and listening to our customers. Well, you mentioned AAA. It seems like it fits some gaps that kind of beyond what AAA does. AAA takes care of the small things like a flat tire or running out of gas or getting a battery boost or something like that. But in a real problem, you're left with additional situations to deal with, like a vehicle that you need to move somewhere, things like that. Is that fair to, fair to yeah, say? Yeah, I, I think that's very fair. We, we don't see this at all as a competing product to AAA. It's really supplemental to that. If, if you have that, if you don't have it, that's fine too. There's a lot of different, call it roadside assistance programs out there. You still want to make sure that you're your family, your pets, your whatever mode of travel is, is somehow protected if something happens on those road trips. And accidents do happen. If accidents didn't happen, I would say there wouldn't be a need for companies like ours. And we we hear them every day. I think last week alone for one of our clients, we did five RV returns because somebody had a medical condition or an accident while they were traveling. We had to help them get their RVs home. So it's not an uncommon thing. And with people really looking at taking more road trips, this is something they should really consider. And just to clarify, you said some of the issues that might trigger the need for your services are like a medical accident. That's not a part of this, though, as far as medical coverage. Is that correct? Medical coverage is not. Again, this is a domestic policy. So most people have their domestic health insurance. That's going to be primary on any sort of domestic medical needs. This takes care of everything else. So you're stuck in a hospital. Your kids need to find a way back home to a relative or you've got to get your RV back home. You can't drive it. This covers those type of things, not your actual medical expense. And you mentioned a couple of the coverages, I think, getting your vehicles home, whether it's motorcycles or RVs or helping family members get back home if you're in a hospital or something like that. Are there other coverage details that you can share about what is included in a product like Armor? I think the biggest things are the kind of the RV return, the pet return, the the spouse or return of children. It also has evacuation repatriation coverage. So if you are in a remote place of the country and you need 
help get into a hospital with adequate care. Your accident or your medical condition requires care outside of perhaps what the community hospital can provide. This would also offer that type of coverage. It comes with our 24-7 assistance team, which is you know kind of there anytime people need it when they're traveling. And I think that's a huge benefit to the coverage as well, too. And we already have the arrangements with vendors to ensure all the returns, all the services are provided quickly and professionally. So this is about to kind of more peace of mind on a domestic trip and taking the problem out of your hands if you need it, I think. It's one less thing to think about when you're taking a road trip across the country. And pricing can be a little bit difficult in the world of insurance. There's a lot of different factors that go into it. I know that. But is there any way that you can provide a a rule of thumb for pricing or examples or give people some sort of indication about what kind of cost there is? Relatively low cost. This is not a trip cost based thing. So if you're you're 45 years old and you want to you know, buy armor road trip travel insurance for yourself, it's going to be $50 for yourself. So again, it's relatively low cost. It's not as expensive as you're going to see on a lot of travel insurance when you're making these international trips. So I think very reasonable. We designed it that way. As you said, we didn't want to add a bunch of other benefits that weren't going to be used given that it's a domestic coverage plan. We designed it in a way that it's very useful. I'm covering myself, a spouse, and one child for $85. So I think reasonable coverage for what we're providing. Okay. And that's not for a trip. Is that annual? It's an annual plan. That's a good question. Yes. There's a lot of misconceptions usually with insurance. What's covered? What's not covered? How it all works? Are there any that come to mind that people might have about a product like this that you can get ahead of and explain how it's not really true? Well, you you asked it earlier on the medical side. Some people may be thinking, "Hey, is this a uh, is this medical insurance?" It is not medical insurance. Definitely not the case. Not designed to be medical insurance. Your domestic health insurance is still important for your care while in the hospital. This is also not, as you said, it's not roadside assistance. We're not fixing a flat tire or bringing you a can of gas if you run out of gas. This kind of fills really a gap that the other two things don't provide in terms of the services provided. So those things are probably the most important for this particular policy. Yeah, I think that that clears it up. So stepping away from the road trip insurance and this product a little bit, I'm just curious to follow up. We spoke a few months ago, I believe it was in March, but we're in a different spot now with coronavirus and travel. Can you speak a little bit to how some of your other products, whether it's travel medical or, or trip cancellation package policies, in general, how is coronavirus being covered by some of your plans right now? How is that helping travelers? I think a good, good question. I Again, as I said earlier, one of the things on a lot of people's minds is, hey, if if I am going to plan an international travel or an inter- some sort of international trip in the future, am I going to be covered if I get coronavirus while I'm traveling? How am I going to get medical care? And I think, you know, coming into this, what you saw across the industry is there were a lot of policies out there, a lot of travel insurance plans, but there were various exclusions for pandemics or There might have been exclusions based on various levels of travel warnings, making it very confusing to understand whether or not I I was going to get actual coverage if I got sick while I was traveling. So that led us to producing our what we call now is our plus plans. They're they're designed for people that are going to travel internationally, not domestically. We developed a plan for students, frequent travelers, and really any sort of general traveler. People want to travel, but they're scared. And some people might be stuck or for whatever reason, they're outside of the country. Maybe they're long-term international students or something like that. And we wanted to create something very simple 
not with all these various exclusions and carve outs and things that are confusing. So we develop plans with specific named COVID-19 coverage, medical coverage, if you get sick while you're traveling. And, and we've seen a, a great uptake in those products since we launched them. We just launched them June 1st through our website. And right now the, the one product is our number one product for the month. So we know people are thinking about this and it's top of mind. We've heard of places like Aruba saying, hey, you're, you're going to come visit. Great. But you have to have travel insurance and it has to cover coronavirus. So our product kind of fills those needs. And we expect more of that to come up and be, certainly be top of mind as borders open and people start traveling internationally. So that was how we responded to the needs in the market. We have other plans. So our round trip plans, which are more kind of comprehensive coverage, trip cancellation. They also have medical coverage. They don't have specific carve outs for coronavirus either. So you would be covered if you're traveling internationally for those as well. So there are plans on the market, but I think one of the things I said to you in the last call is people really, really before this and certainly right now need to make sure they understand what they're buying, exactly what's covered. And I think more importantly, what's not covered. And we're trying to make an effort to simplify and be very specific to avoid confusion in the marketplace. So I say it's the plus plans. Are these upgrades to existing plans or is this a different plan altogether? No, they're they're very closely related. They're they're effectively modeled off some existing plans with specific named COVID coverage. So right. that is you know gonna be the only difference. A little bit higher rate because you get that COVID coverage. We spent a lot of time studying the markets and infection rates and hospitalizations and cost of care to come up with reasonable, I think, rates for the coverage that we're providing. Okay. I think that's an important thing to point out that you just did. It's a, a named coverage. So insurance like travel insurance covers things that are specifically named. So you're not relying on something not being excluded. It's really great to have something that's specifically named in there as a coverage like you are doing with the coronavirus. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think, I, again, I think that that was important to me and to others here that this wasn't some sort of general or hidden thing. While we cover it because we don't say we exclude it. No, we wanted right. to be very specific about this is something that's covered. And I think to your point, there's, you know, travel insurance has a very, it solves a very specific need in the market. It doesn't cover everything or it'd be way more expensive than it is. Travel insurance has very, is very reasonably priced in general, I think. However, there are limitations and exclusions to what's covered. And it's important for consumers to understand that and important for consumers to understand what those limitations are. And we, we're we always willing to answer questions. I've got a whole team of inside sales reps that do nothing but take calls and answer questions about benefits to help our customers make sure they get the right thing. So, you know, if you're, if customers are out there today kind of searching on the web and they got questions, pick up the phone and call and we'll, we'll take your call, certainly, um, help to help make sure you understand what you're buying, what the exact benefits are. You mentioned Aruba and the requirement for insurance. Are you aware of a lot of other countries starting to have that requirement? You know, I saw a list recently, just we, we keep an updated list of countries that require it. I haven't seen, that was just an example that came up in the last week. I haven't seen anything new recently to add to that, but I wouldn't be surprised if you start to see more of that in the coming period of time. You know, these countries can't, especially countries that have 
maybe more socialized medicine, they, they can't afford to pay for health care, especially some of the cases get quite expensive for coronavirus care for people that are coming to visit. So I think there's going to be a, a need and likely more of that as, as borders open up. Just out of curiosity, do you know how that's being enforced? How do you prove that? Is it at entry to the country they are using that? I, I don't know how it's enforced. One of our team members is actually going to be traveling there. Typically, how the requirement for travel insurance is enforced is you have to show some sort of documentation or letter that, hey, here's my travel insurance. Here's the coverage that's offered. And when we send our customers fulfillment material, they get a coverage letter that they can take with them anywhere when they're traveling. So certainly what we provide in most cases, I think, would satisfy any sort of needs if people are looking at that. Mm. And as you say, the fact that it specifically mentions coronavirus is really a benefit versus a plan that just says general coverage and it's you're not relying on someone to read through the small print to find right. out if it'll be covered or not. Right. I, I wouldn't want to be on the other side of a immigration officer who says, and saying, well, it's, I, I've got travel insurance and I've got the medical coverage. And he says, what's, well, show me where it covers coronavirus. And you're, you're flipping through papers and you're trying mm-hmm. to have to explain insurance to an immigration officer, probably not, a, not something I would want. So that's why we, again, simplicity here is what we heard. You know, we heard a lot. I think the industry, travel insurance industry, maybe even the travel industry has learned a lot through this. And we've really listened to our consumers a lot and not just on the development of products, but kind of what they need, what kind of questions they have, what things have been confusing. And it's leading us to just develop a lot of content and training materials and education materials during our sales process to help bring people along and understand travel insurance better. And I think that's that's hugely important for the industry to do right now. Jeremy, thank you. This has been very helpful for everybody, certainly on the road trip side. I think that's a great product. It's very interesting for those that all those people heading out in the country this year, certainly a lot of RVers, I've heard the same thing, that sales are up and rentals are up. So that's going to be big. It's great information about the the named coverage in those plus plans. So I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Damien. Thanks again for having me on the call. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Where can people find you online? Where would you like to send them? Well, if they're looking for seven corners, just sevencorners.com. And you can find you know, linkedin.com slash Jeremy Merchland. So I'm always happy to talk to people about travel and travel insurance. Fantastic. Thanks again. Thank you again, Damien. Take care. Thanks for listening to our talk with Jeremy Mershland from Seven Corners. I hope you enjoyed. If you are taking a road trip this summer, you are now more informed as far as protecting a few of your risks. If you're looking towards other travel in the future and want coronavirus-specific coverage in there, you have some more information as well. I have the usual favor to ask. I would love to get the word out and help more people with worry-free travels. You can leave reviews. You can leave ratings. It really does help. You can share it. You can send it to people. You can share it on social media. Anything would help. Much appreciated. Thanks again. Safe travels.